It's time to Welcome back to Sights Unseen. Wait, why did I you say already, that? <laughs> you already told them that part. Yeah, this is the show where we fly you to places in your brain using only your ears like Dumbo. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Is that something? <laughs> no, but it is now. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've been thinking about Yu-Gi-Oh! recently. A lot of people remember it as the weird anime with the kid with the spiky hair. And then that's pretty much all they know. And then also the newer anime with the kid with the spiky hair. Oh yeah. Because every time they're like, here's a new Yu-Gi-Oh! series main character, another kid with spiky hair. That's it. Except for that one time when they had a main character who didn't have spiky hair. But there was only once. Only once. Out of six Yu-Gi-Oh! series. So... Jaden doesn't, I guess, maybe he's different. He's built different. Which one was Jaden? He was the one from uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. That's what the, I thought. The, oh, yeah. He had like the... He had like a bowl cut bowl almost. Bowl cut. Yeah. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Also, Yu-Gi-Oh! characters always have like weird colored hair. Yeah, always weird colors too. Like, what was that one in Yu-Gi-Oh!'s Exile? Dude had freaking like... He had a pink highlight or something. He had like blue hair and then just one giant swoosh of like red or pink it just was from weird. the middle. It was weird. Yeah. yeah. But that's Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's Yu-Gi-Oh. Anyway, uh, good night, folks. <laughs> just a bunch Sorry. of weird kids with funny looking hair. But. Uh, it, I mean, you gave me the manga for Christmas and when it starts out, the story is really pretty much about like any sorts of games of chance like uh, the series didn't have a whole lot of direction when it first started and then like sick i want to say like 12 or 16 chapters in it's like they finally introduced this card game and for and then they quickly depart from it again but i have like they'll come back around to it later and it was it's interesting to see it from this point of view as someone who's only ever known the series through the card game like yeah. I was like I thought that was what it was all about, but the story has nothing to do with it at first. And then like you Eventually. know, I guess probably what happened with Shonen Jump was like, hey, what about marketing? Yeah, they're like, oh hey, this you is know, popular and we can sell this. I like the idea of these cards because then we could make these and then people could buy them and we could make money. So that's what they stuck with in the series, and then it just takes off like following that Which, plot thread. It's crazy because I, I I watched a J Jaywitz. Yeah, video where he talked about other versions of Yu-Gi-Oh cards, because before they got to what we have now, they tried it a couple of times. Yeah, and each time they tried it, they did it kind of weird. Yeah, and it didn't stick. And it took them like three tries to finally be like, "Well, what if we just like sold these packs like this with these rules?" And then it just stuck, and people were like, "Yep, finally stuck." So that's also another thing is like if you got an idea and you try it a couple of times and it doesn't work, I mean, just like change it up slightly and try yeah, again. Keep at it. Because eventually you'll turn into Yu-Gi-Oh. That's but, right. Yeah. There were some weird versions. Yeah. Which also in the manga, since it was just kind of like it wasn't an actual card game yet, wasn't, wasn't he just like pretty much just making stuff up as he went? Like he was just like, oh, man, I had the bad guy do this. 
So now I need the good guy to use this type of card. It was very rudimentary, very back and forth. Uh, but, I mean, there was, like, in that volume, like, there was, like, rules published that was, like, yeah, you have to use these you can't use these but it was mm. very different from what we're used to it was like you can play these spells or traps anytime i'm like that's <laughs> not true all right whatever. <laughs> there are specific times but you know they hadn't yeah they hadn't hammered out all those fine details yet mm-hmm. so crazy stuff but that's fine we're not here necessarily to talk about the manga or the anime we're, or even the card game itself we're mostly here to talk today about Yu-Gi-Oh! video games. Yes. Because like most other things, it made its way to the video game world, and uh, we grew up playing a few of those. Yeah, we did. So. I mainly remember the one that's about the Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds for the Wii. Dual Transer. Yeah, that one. And uh, wow, that one is a lot to unpack. (sighs) I remember it too. I remember it plaguing me for a while you apparently got farther than me because i remember like the whole purpose is climbing a tower yeah and i remember getting to like the top level and could not get past it yeah and then you said that once you beat that well yeah yeah so like the story of the game is that like you along with the characters from Yu-Gi-Oh! 5ds go to this tournament on this island climbing the tower yggdrasil that this Mm -hmm. guy who is very into norse mythology built (laughs) and once you get to the top like yeah you have to there's like 12 floors and you have to duel your way through a bunch of people on each floor you have to the movement process is annoying because you only have a certain number of like spaces you can move unless you earn more by doing just the right combination of moving and dueling people to get more it's so weird like you can soft block yourself where you have to start over again it was dumb but you had to make your way across each floor which would take hours (laughs) and then there were 12 of them and then the very top of the tower which we tried doing this multiple times is like when we were young i remember together there's like these three battle bots like dueling drones that you have to fight against and they were so difficult i can picture one of the duels in my head currently because anytime i see gene warped warwolf or <laughs> vorse raider or any other high powered low leveled uh, normal monster i remember the one dual bot that had all normal monsters and then spells and traps that were just to propagate his his whole thing it was so Oh, if anybody remembers this game, like, you must remember the PTSD from dueling this battle bot. Yeah, please, insane. It sticks with me to this day. (laughs) And I stayed up one time until 2 (laughs) a.m. to beat these three battle bots. I finally did it. And then it sends you to the bottom of... It's like, basically, it's like, all right, now you did this. Now you need to go down negative floors. Like you start, then it's like, oh, you, you, you open the basement and you go down to the first floor again and then go down another level to the basement. And then it's like, all right, now, you know, all those levels you went up into the sky, do that again, but going down. And also (laughs) everything is much harder. So I, I stopped. I stopped there. I never beat the game. I was like, this is insane. I, I we thought that I we, have it. I might I might go back and try again. But you like, should. Yeah, that is... We thought we were at the end game, and it was just the end of the first half. <laughs> it's, uh, 
insane crazy i still remember some of the fights like wasn't there a kid with like wall of revealing light or something like keeps you from attacking for a bit uh, yeah that that kid was annoying mirror wall mirror wall that's that it. one yeah. sucks it has all of your monsters attack i remember one person who's like i remember only beating them because of one of their cards like was like they would draw more cards and i only won because they finished their deck and just automatically lost hey that still counts it was like i it was just a war of attrition yep deck out still counts yeah it's like getting a passing grade like a d minus (laughs) i mean like close enough it's a fun i also i like doing like doing that game because it's like anytime any game version because like sometimes like we just dueled yeah sometimes you forget what you have down and you forget to activate your trap cards yeah so when you're playing a game version anytime somebody does something it's like hey do you want to respond having the automatic prompts is so nice yeah where it's like hey you can activate this do you want to do that and you can choose like to save it or you can be like yeah that, that it is helpful it does get annoying though eventually when it's like every time your opponent does anything it's like activate this trap and it's like no i'm saving this <laughs> please stop use that later <laughs> but it's fun. You've played more because, like, I've played a couple other ones that are like sure. online things. Yes, but like actual like video game system Yu-Gi-Oh games, I haven't played any other than that one. The only other one, I mean, I've played a couple of the ones on the Game Boy Advance, but those like you don't move around or do anything really story-wise. It's all fed to you through text and dialogue, and you're just dueling characters. So those are all pretty much exactly the same. Except that the later ones get updated cards in it. And yeah, stuff. they get new cards. But the one that broke the mold of the ones I played was uh, Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon. Sorry, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> again. Was uh, I th- I'm trying to think of the the title. The full title is like Yu-Gi-Oh! Five Ds World Championship 2011 Over the Whoa. Nexus. That's a long title. We can shorten it to Over the Nexus. It's funny. Over the Nexus. But apparently the World uh, the world Tournament or World Championship series was like its own sub-series of these games. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I know. Because like when I was looking up online, I said this is the third Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds game for the DS and the fifth World Championship game for the DS. And it's like I was like, oh, okay, those are that's interesting. So they probably had a couple of them that were in the GX format still. Yeah. So... Yeah, I was like, okay. Uh, the game starts off kind of familiar to anyone who's ever watched Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when they were in that old western town? Yes, I do remember that. That's old where west. it starts you. It starts you in the old west. Okay. Like you're, you're in that, it's like Crash Town or something. And yeah. you're poor and you're hanging out with those kids <laughs> that were in the show. And uh, you help them. Like the that's the thing is that this story basically follows the story from a certain point in the anime onwards, and uh, it just replaces you say as the hero with you. Like oh. your character is like the hero, and you say and Jack and Crow are all supporting roles, basically, which feels a little weird. That yeah, that's a little different. But I mean, they got to make you a main person. But that means, like, there are certain points that feel kind of familiar, but you're like, oh, wait, but this is going to follow me then, huh? <laughs> like, saving the kids in Crash Town, like, you have to duel the bad guys that are, like, dueling over the town. Like, there's these two, like, crime bosses that are both going back and forth at each other. Mm. And uh, in the anime, I think it was that Yusei 
was trying to help out his friend Callan, who was like working for one of them. And Callan was atoning for the whole Earthbound Immortals incident thing when he was a bad guy. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the Earthbound Immortals. Yeah. So instead, it's you and you're there helping them out. And uh, when the kid's father dies, like you, it was to protect you instead of Callan. And so it's like, okay, well, this is weird. I just got plunged into this world. I'm feeling guilty now. Yeah. And then uh, you beat those guys and save the town, and everybody's like, yay! And then you work on a, you build your own dual runner, and you and your buddy, your childhood buddy, move to Dom- New Domino City. Yeah. Uh, to become like the Yu Gi Oh. Or I guess they don't call it Yu-Gi-Oh in that world. Uh, like the, the dual, dual monsters, dual monsters yeah. like dual runner. Like you become dual runners, like to enter like the five Ds tournaments. I guess we should say in Yu-Gi-Oh five Ds. The whole thing is that you're on motorcycles. Like, yeah, they duel. The, the while... duelers on mo- they duel on motorcycles. Yeah, it's a it's like a race. It's like imagine if you were if people were like playing mahjong while they were doing NASCAR. Yeah, it's like that's this, what that is. You should not be. You should be paying attention to driving. <laughs> it's like do. Do one of them, not both. Don't do both. But, this is, but that it, they're like, oh, it's such a high speed game. It's so dangerous. It's like, yes, yeah, stop, <laughs> stop making it stop dangerous. Making holograms of dragons appear while <laughs> other people are driving. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, uh, yeah, but yeah, you you enter that tournament with you say and Jack instead of Crow. Okay, and. Then you're their third guy, and a lot of the duels fall on you. And at first, it's like they take care of the first two, and then they get knocked out, and then it's like you have to take care of the last one. But then as the difficulty goes on, it starts to be like, oh, man, like the first person, like, you know, they go back and forth. It's like Jack knocked out that person, but then that person knocked out Jack, and then Yusei comes out, and he knocks out Yusei too. And so then you have to do like duel like two people back to back. And it doesn't let your life points stay where they are oh, after the damn. first duel. And whatever you have in your hand stays the way it is. Like that's your the, deck that, stays the same? Yeah, too? that's the oh, thing with damn. tag duels is that, like, yeah, that all stays the same for each duelist. Dang, that's crazy. Okay. Yeah. So then later on, whenever you go... Do you remember the, the dudes that had the Lord of the Aesir cards? I think The so. Thor, Loki, and Odin. Oh, yeah, Lord yeah. of the Aesirs. So, like, in the anime, what happened was Akiza had to fill in for Crow because he got injured, and Akiza was in that battle, was in that fight with them. And she was doing great with the previous duels. And then at that one, the guy, the first guy with the Thor, the Thor card, comes out and gets it on the field. And, oh, man, like, he takes out Akiza, and he takes out Jack, and then it's, like, Yusei versus, like, all three, all three of them. And so, like, you have to do that. You do that. You have instead. to do that. Instead, he takes out Jack and you say, and then it's just him and his <laughs> other two guys after him, and you have to fight all three. Good gosh, that's it's, a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it's a lot. But at least he starts with some of his life points gone. And yeah. A few things on the field. So like you just have to deal with those, and then it's like, okay. But towards the end of the story, whenever the three like creepy mech dudes that have like the you know the robot eyes and like they wear the cloaks and they're like the overseers i don't even remember what they do but they're like they're trying to bring about the end of the world or some shit like (laughs) the villains usually are like they do and uh when you have to fight them in the tournament it's the same deal again where like the first guy takes out the first two and then you have to take out all three of them (laughs) but he gets his ace on the field uh, mech, in Lord, the fight? mech Lord Emperor, like when you first go up against him, he already has that on the field, and he's at full life points, and you have nothing, so and you've you got nothing. Go 
I mean, you have a few things on the field that were left from, from like them. Jack and Yusei. And you can, you know, use those things to your advantage. But, like, gosh, it was one of those... I had to do it so many times. I had to go, like, try to fight the three of them over and over. It was a real That's hassle. Wild. Yeah. Does it... I was curious with this. Does it make you sit and watch both Jack and you say... No, duel? it just kind of, like, the announcer, like, is, like, basically given the play-by-play of what they do back and forth. And it summarizes it really quick. Okay. So, that's... like, you just, like, get it real fast. And then it's so like, you're just... oh, no, I can't believe they took me out. And then it's like, it's like, here you go, your turn. So it just throws you into a duel with, like, hey, here's what the opponent has. Here's what you have from them. Start. Yeah. That's fine. I thought you were going to ask, does the game make you do the racing parts in the Duel Runner? And the answer is yes. It does? And it sucks. <laughs> How? It's the worst parts. Those are actually, I didn't even talk about it yet. Those are the hardest parts. Like, dueling the guys back to back actually wasn't the hardest part. Having to race? Having to do the racing part. I mean, like, you only have to do it a couple of times throughout the game. And okay. it's not during the dueling parts. As it's long as like, you don't have to do it while dueling. But the driving, yeah, the driving in that game, like, just to race people is crazy. Like, at one point you're racing and there's like a group of attack drones behind you all throwing a barrage of shit at you at <laughs> once and i basically had to do it like 20 or 30 times i had to learn their study their attack patterns and just try to dodge it the best i could i was just praying i was just praying <laughs> to get through that's really funny that was the hardest part of the game i even had to look it up and be like am i doing something wrong is there something i can do and like people uh, other people were asking the question on forums so like what the fuck is up with this Why is and this so uh, hard? apparently you could you can upgrade your dual runner and that's the thing is that like they don't tell you it didn't tell like, you it's that? an optional thing where uh, I mean, like, where it's like, yeah, you can go to the store and get parts and upgrade your dual runner, but, like, you have to. You have Like, you have to do that to beat the game, basically, and it's kind of presented as an optional thing. Oh, my gosh. Like, you ha- you like you can't just use the one that's default. The basic like, one. Like, you have to replace some of those parts. Oh, my God. Otherwise, it's just... Anyway, yeah, so that's that game. It's it's uh, it was fun though. Like, and of course, since it's in five Ds, it has a lot more cards to offer than like the earlier games on the like Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Ugh. Dang. I was gonna say the only ones that I remember playing because like I didn't play any of the system ones, so I didn't play Game Boy ones or DS ones. I remember playing, and I remember you were probably you played it some too. The one on the phone, the mobile phone one. Yeah, Yu Gi Oh Duel Links. Yes, Duel Links. I had to delete it. I spent too much time playing it. I so good. I have a problem with mobile games of where I get into them for like a month, really bad, where that's all I'm doing on my phone, and then all of a sudden I just drop off. Mm-hmm. so it's like i got into that one when it first came out i played it a lot and then after a while i just kind of like stopped but i remember that one i like that one because that one had like computer players to duel as well right yeah it was i mean the big thing was trying to duel other people but like yeah there was computer players you could yes exactly dueling yeah dueling other, was pretty good dueling people yeah the pvp in that game was insane it was yeah. great then I don't remember a ton from that one. I just remember doing it a little bit. But the one that I played most recently is Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Masters, which I have on my laptop right now. Like, I play every once in a while. And that one is, like, there's no computer players. It's purely PvP. Sure. And, like, that one's pretty fun. I go on there every once in a while. It, like, you start it off, and it's, like, here's, like, 
three like starter decks that you can choose from you pick one of them it has it's kind of nice because it's like it has one from like almost every like generation of Yu-Gi-Oh! so you can yeah. pick like a basic one that has like just fusion monsters at most one that has like synchro monsters one that has like xyz monsters and they probably have a starter one that has like the new like link monsters or whatever probably i have no idea how to use those yeah i still don't i don't know we'll we'll look it up we'll figure it out there's so many summoning methods now there's too many also pendulum summons what are oh pendulum i forgot monsters? about that i like, saw that the... on dual masters yeah i don't see, know what that I'm is like, i don't understand after xyz i'm like i don't know i got I to xyz and then I stopped watching. Yeah. And XYZ or Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexal was the last series I watched. And that had XYZ monsters in and it. And it was pretty good. I liked I it. I liked Zexal. It's uh it's on a streaming site, and I was like, what if I just went back and watched all of the Yu-Gi-Oh! series? Did you watch it in English? Because I seem to recall the, the kid's voice being really annoying. I watched I watched it on CW for kids, I remember, and yeah, the kid was annoying. Cause it was in English. But you know what? I found it charming anyway. It's like you just get over the fact that he's annoying and chalk it up to the fact that he's a 10-year-old. Yeah, all 10-year-olds are annoying. That's right. He's a, he was actually, I mean, like, at least I would rather a kid sound annoying but actually be relatable and a good character than have them be, like, sound cool and be, like, a piece of shit. Yeah. You know, like, I'm trying to remember what his name was. What was his name in that? Do you remember? I was thinking about that earlier when we were talking about <sighs> it before, and I do not. I remember Astro. Astral? Uh, Astral. Astral. His little ghost friend, alien ghost friend. I liked Astral. He was cool. I do not remember the kid's name. But I like I liked the Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Masters. Honestly, I might pick it up again. But it's just like... Yuma. Yuma. Yeah, Yuma. It's... I, w- I was having troubles with just getting more cards because it's like you start off with the starter deck and then as you duel you can like get points to like get new ones or you can like take cards that you have in your deck and like convert them into points and then use those points to buy new cards and it was like I was just looking at it and I'm like I don't want to look into all of this right now so yeah. I didn't do much yeah but I still remember my first duel using on Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Masters I think I picked a starter deck that had like blue eyes, white dragons and stuff. And like I started my first one. Yeah, dragons are the best in Yu Gi Oh! I love them. I started my first duel and got to like the fifth turn. And then I just like freaking destroyed the dude and just beat him immediately. And I was like, wow, cool. This feels good. And then I did another one and like got to a few points, like a couple turns in. And like the dude didn't have a ton on his field. And then all of a sudden it was just like, you win. And I was like, oh, he gave up. Nice. <laughs> so I was like, and then I started losing a lot. It's <laughs> like that meme, uh, things that give people uh, feelings of power. It's like wealth, uh, fame, and then like your opponent surrendering <laughs> on the second or third turn in Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. Yeah. I only played random people mostly on there. Katie, my wife, did meet, like she she met a guy who also played it. And so I would play with him a couple of times. Nice. And I was playing him and like he had a really good deck because he'd been playing for a while and like he kept beating me. And then there was just a turn where it's like he was like one match where he was like didn't beat me for a little bit. And I'm like and then I beat him and like he let me win. (laughs) I know it. I I know what cards he had out because I've dueled him a couple of times. I know what he had and he could have beaten me. 
but he still i beat him and i'm like now nope, he let that happen i was like i'm annoyed don't let me win ever don't let me beat win. me if you can yeah but it was still fun it was fun to do that's yeah that's good yeah it's fun because like i don't know i don't have a lot of people to play physical Yu-Gi-Oh card games with. yeah there's not a ton of people and it's also like if i'm gonna hang out with somebody normally it's like I'd rather do something other than just duel. Yeah. Like, we have plans. So it's like having a way to do it online. And having a way to do it without having to actually duel real people, like dual computer things, like in video games, even better. Yeah. Exactly. It makes it easy. And that's why I like it on the DS, because it's like you can just shut the system in the middle of your turn and it just goes into sleep mode and you come on pick it back up like it's it's hard it's hard to yeah do Yu-Gi-Oh with other people cuz you have to like finish the game mm-hmm. before you walk away and do something else yeah yeah and there's like there's some people that I know of who like do card games and I'm like, oh, what if they want to play Yu-Gi-Oh? And then it's like, oh, they only do magic. They only do magic. Yeah. And it's like, like, oh, I want to play Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't know magic. Somebody I don't have play any. dual monsters with me. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have a favorite card? I mean, you're a Kaiba fanboy. You're like Donald Trump. Not the real. Sorry, that has a lot. That's weird out of context. Not the real Donald <laughs> Trump. The AI Donald Trump is a is a Kaiba archetype oh, user. Okay, I I do like blue eyes cards, but I also like you doing some like I have, my when I had my decks actually sorted out. My two best ones was my dragon deck, which the Trump in that was always using. Uh, dra- what's the dragon? The dude. The dragon magician man. What's his name again? I forgot. Lord of Summoning Dragons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Lord of D. Lord of D. Lord of D. How could you forget Lord of D? Lord of D's nuts. Uh, Lord of D. Using him in the flute of Summoning Dragon to get out all the blue eyes white dragons and then just instantly fusing them for a blue eyes ultimate. Yeah. Which then if you have like Buster Blader or whatever, you can get the one that I showed you that's like blue eyes ultimate dragon and him fused together where he's riding it and it's like yep yep or getting the chaos emperor dragon of envoy of the end guy out yeah but which that, that's illegal for it's banned now he's so you banned. can't use your favorite i can use him just for fun against other people that's right but not in an i should tournament. let you do that next time we next time we duel we're gonna use any cards we want i'll let you use banned cards i'll, I'll if you want to throw ones. But only one of each. Like, you can't have, th- like, because the limit is three on most cards, three of any one card. But, like, if you're going to put a banned card, I'm not going to let you have uh, three monster reborns. Yeah, no no change of hearts or monster reborns or not, anything. Not that many. One of each. One of each. One type. of each. If one you're going to pick banned band. cards. Yeah. All right. I'm going to do that. We can do that. That'll be fun. But my other favorite deck to use was the Fiend deck that I had, which. Oh yeah normally when it came to that one if i could get summon skull out and a couple other things and it's like well that's pretty much it sure summon skull is pretty cool i had a decent fiend deck i had a really good warrior deck Mm. i like the warrior deck i always had a warrior deck with a bunch of the elemental heroes yeah those guys work pretty good they do they're very versatile Mm -hmm. i don't even remember what i did in the wii game like what my deck was like I know that I had Black Rose Dragon 
mm-hmm. during one of my playthroughs on there. I remember because I, I remember seeing its cutscene play all the time because a lot of the specialty cards, the Ace Monsters in that game, they had their own had their thing. own animation, which is some nice. of them. It was nice. I liked that. Yeah. So, yeah. Anybody listening? Tell us what your favorite cards are. Tell tell us what you liked in Yu-Gi-Oh. Tell us what you liked, and tell us if what games Yu-Gi-Oh games you like. Yeah, if you played any Yu-Gi-Oh games, tell us what you liked about them. Maybe I'll start putting our Discord that I made, and we'll and people can join Whoa, our Discord. Whoa, we've got a Discord. Well, I guess yeah. Cool. And people can join, and if you want, you can share. If you play Yu-Gi-Oh Dual Masters, you can share your friend codes and play each other. Maybe play me. Wow, that sounds like a pretty cool deal. Oh, but yeah. All right, excellent. Well, do you have anything you'd like to plug? I say go watch Jaywitz. He does a lot. He has a he does a lot of Pokemon stuff, but he has quite a few Yu-Gi-Oh videos. That's cool. And he's, he's pretty funny and cool and Jay, informative. Jaywitz getting another shout out on our show yeah. already. I was like, I did that before, but yeah, but that's fine. It doesn't hurt. He's cool. He is cool. It's a cool dude. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. I'm gonna shout out the Yu-Gi-Oh Celebrity World Tournament. Everybody likes the AI president stuff that's been online recently. Uh, go to YouTube and just search for the Yu-Gi-Oh Celebrity World Tournament. It's on a channel called Razzle X. Uh, yeah, I think uh, is it Razzle or Rails? Rails. Razzle. It's Razzle. Spelled R H A Z E L X. It's just one word, but. Seriously, just if you search the Yu-Gi-Oh! Celebrity World Tournament, it'll come up. And look for them in chronological order, because it has been crazy. There have been about 12 or 14 of them so far. And it's just, they have a tournament going on with the AI characters, AI presidents. Like I mentioned, Donald Trump is the Kaiba archetype. Uh, Barack Obama uses Dark Magician. Uh, Joe Biden uses Elemental Heroes. Hillary uses the Amazon S. Of course. Cards. Yeah, like everyone has a fitting theme. And it's it's more than that, too. You had Star-Lord. Star-Lord? Star-Lord, Ultron, Ben Shapiro... Darth Vader, uh, Dr. Phil, Mike Tyson, Santa Claus. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. And all of their archetypes work so well. Like, everyone in this world, base, it's like the world I want to live in. It's like yeah. our world and the Yu-Gi-Oh! world put together where it's like everyone decides who's the strongest or smartest person by who can win a duel with card games. Yeah. It's such a funny freaking concept because it's like more than just the tournament itself. Like, there's always like scenes outside of it where people are prepping for it. I always found that, oh, that's one thing I want to say real fast about the Yu-Gi-Oh! Why are people so reliant on who can win a card game? I know. All you have to do is, if you lose a duel, pull out a gun and shoot your opponent. Hey, I think the living person wins. No, you can't do that. Why not? If they win a duel, you're not allowed to shoot them. It's the law. (laughs) It's the law. They win. They win and you have to give them your money. Except there was that one time that the dudes broke into Kaiba's office and forever it was always just them pointing at him but it's like that's because they edited out the guns that were in their hands yeah that's because they were against the law you can't use guns in that world you have to use cards all right yeah you're right you're right (laughs) anyway uh do you have anything else to add no i think that's it awesome you guys go pull out your decks dust them off and 
have some fun with them and we'll see you next time we'll see you bye-bye bye Just thinking about Shadow the Hedgehog and <laughs> his big old his big old cock. <laughs> I was gonna I, I was gonna say that, but I know that's why I did it for you. Okay, thank you.